Welcome to Epiphany Brooklyn's podcast. I am Brandon Watts, lead pastor here at Epiph. Thanks so much for tuning in. Our desire is to join Jesus in his mission to redeem our city. May God bless you as you listen and consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Grace and peace. I will remain confident in this. I will receive the goodness of the Lord. That, that verse, that, that song, the lyrics, it comes from Psalms 27. I'm certain that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land that I live in. That, that verse has been sitting in my heart over and over and for 2020, the year 2020, this song has been sitting on my heart day after day, day after day. And, and, and I, I think it's not a coincidence that, that this, this song is, is sitting in my heart. There's, there's been times where I, I sang that song in tears, saying that I will see the goodness of the Lord, struggling, struggling to say those words. 2020 has been a year like no other, to say the leaves. 2020 has been a year of, of disappointment. 2020 has been a year of, of heartbreak. Rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman, brother in Christ, icon, Wakanda forever. But we have these moments, these Sundays, to commune with God and get into the text. And when we, when we do these things, we, we, we think of things above. That's what the, the Bible tells us is do not fix our eyes on earthly things, but we think of things above. And, and I'm, I, I just praise God for these moments, these Sundays, and I'm, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm, I'm happy that I get to um, speak to you about the word of God. I'm excited because I'm talking and teaching about this specific text in Galatians that has been so transformative to my life. It has been groundbreaking and literally life-changing in my life. And I am just happy to just, you know, talk to you about it. I want us to to learn. I want us to go deeper. So let's go deeper. Um, There was a point in my life where I was ashamed to go to church. I don't know if you ever had that feeling. Uh, There was a time in my life that that uh, I, I wanted to be righteous so bad. I wanted to be a good person so bad. And I, and I felt like that righteousness was the thing that would build my relationship with Jesus. I thought that, you know, it was my right standing. It was, that was the thing that I needed to, to build a, a better relationship. But in this text, Paul really opens my eyes and, and, and the Holy Spirit really lifts the veil. And, and we practically see what it looks like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So let's just get into the text. Today's text is Galatians 5, verses 1, and 1 to 6. Galatians 5, verses 1 to 6. And the word of the Lord says, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again and to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. 
you are severed from Christ, you would be, you would be justified by the, by the law. You are falling away from grace for it is the spirit by faith ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For Jesus Christ neither nor circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. The title of today's sermon is For Freedom We Have Been Set Free From Religion to Relationship. And I, I, I just can't get over the verse, the first verse, for freedom, Christ has set us free. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Like, it just sounds dope. It sounds poetic. It sounds artistic and creative. Like, like if you put that on a soul sample and a boom back beat, that, w- that could be a bar. That could be a, in a verse. Like, that's what, I, I, that's what drew me to this verse several years ago. I thought it was just this, this, these group of words um, just listed creatively together. But, but I, I realized that this, this verse is so instrumental to our belief in Jesus Christ. It's so instrumental in understanding where we stand and where Christ stands. So with that being said, I, I have a couple of goals today. I have a couple of goals. I want to go through what it really looks like to have a real relationship with Jesus Christ in a practical way. I want us to go deep. I want us to learn. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you guys have your Bibles open, whatever, it's your app or the physical one. I don't really care. I just hope you guys are ready and enthused to learn. So let me start by praying. Father God, we just thank you, O oh Lord. We thank you for your ability uh, to just see us for who we are, O oh Lord for accepting us for who we are, O oh Lord. Your grace and your mercy is far past sufficient, Lord. Lord, you take wretched, unfaithful people and you justify them and you consider them righteous because of your love. And we thank you, God. We thank you for just, just the scripture, O oh Lord. And we're praying, O oh Lord, that, that bondage, O oh Lord, is unraveled, oh Lord. We pray that strongholds are unraveled today through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. We pray that those who are, are stuck in, in a legalistic mindset, that they would release that burden, that yoke to you and receive your grace, Lord. And, and for those who, are, who, who, who don't take your, 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 the relationship with you serious, and for those who don't think that uh, think that they could take advantage of your your freedom, O oh Lord. We we pray for those people to feel conviction, O oh Lord, that the Holy Spirit would convict them, O oh Lord, that they understand what what being in a relationship with you means. And we pray all that in your beautiful name, Amen and Amen. In 2015, Kurt Franklin he um, he came out with his 11th studio album, and it was a really big deal because it was five years since his last album, and it was uh, a big deal because of the title. Uh, he, he had made an announcement, I don't know if you remember this, but he had made an announcement that right before the album dropped that his album was called Losing My Religion. 
And uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but the internet went wild. The internet, social media went nuts. Every social media outlet would say, oh, uh, Kurt Franklin has left the faith. Kurt Franklin is no longer a Christian. Kurt Franklin is, is not, no longer making gospel albums, but he's making circular music now, uh, secular music now. And, and to be honest, you know, with, with the title like Losing My Religion and, and, and all these media outlets, I was, I was a little concerned. I can, I can remember uh, as clear as day, one of my family members who considers themselves to be part of the, the conscious community, they said that Kirk Franklin has jumped ship. Y'all should leave too. I remember that. And, and, and I'm not gonna, I, I got a little nervous. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, like I, I didn't get it. Like, is it, is it like... He, he lost the faith and now he, he found it. Like, 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 dang, like this guy, he might have backslipped, maybe backslid or, or fell into temptation and, and that's how he lost his religion or lost his faith. I was just confused. I was like, it can't be Kirk. Kirk can't leave the faith. Like not, not the dude that made Stomp. Not, not that dude. Not the, not the dude that said that the melodies came from heaven. Not, not that dude. The dude that said that, that we need a revolution. We, we can't lose Kirk. I didn't, I was very just concerned. I was concerned about, you know, Kurt Franklin. And that's why we, we, we really have to keep an eye on the media. And we have to really le- read between the lines because, you know, media will, will post all these posts, all these clickable posts, but, you know, they fill in the context for you. So Kurt Franklin actually went on a media run and he... He said that he wanted to clear up the title. And what the, the title really meant was that he was losing his religion and, and finding relationship, finding relationship with God. He said that, that re- religion is kind of like a treadmill. Like you could run and run and run and run and you don't know when you've gone far enough. And he, he concluded that, he concluded that that he was done with a religious outward appearance. I'm done with a religious outward appearance, but what I want is a pure and a pure and genuine relationship with God day in and day out. That, that religion without relationship leads to rebellion. That's a bar. That's, that's dope. And, and, and I truly believe that, that Kurt Franklin's transition from from religion to relationship was, was found and, and it was a result of a, of a deep study in Galatians. I, I really believe that he was meditating on this word because I could tell the language that Kurt was using was very similar in the way that Paul writes. Paul, Paul writes in a way where he, he prioritized connecting to Jesus Christ and that is the fulfillment of the law. And that is the benchmark, and that is the goalpost of our justification. Paul writes in a way where the only way that we get right standing with God is to be boasted up on Christ's shoulder. It's clear that Paul really wants, with Galatians, Paul wants people to be released from the bondage of legalism and truly be set free to a to a, a relationship solely on Jesus Christ. So, so 
with, with that being said, we, we have a couple of objectives, like we, like we mentioned, we have a couple of objectives, and the way that we're going to, to, to get to them is that we're going to explore what freedom in Jesus Christ looks like, um, and we're going to ask three questions, a what, a why, and a how. We're going to ask, what is Jesus setting us free from? How do we need to be set free? And or why do we need to be set free? And how do we use this freedom that Christ has given us? I, I can't move forward without, without going back. I, I need to give context. I need to give some type of context because this letter um, and this, this specific chapter, uh, it's, it's, it's written uh, by, by Paul. And, and Paul actually went to Galatia in, in um, one of his early uh, missionary trips, he went to Asia, uh, uh, Galatia, and planted several churches in Galatia. And, and he planted some healthy churches, some really great churches that did great work, some churches that were Christ-centered. And, and he was very proud of the people and the, and, and, and the church body of, of Galatia. But, but as soon as he left, there was a group of... of, of um, Jewish Christians that invaded, they came in and they said, you know, they, they were uh, Jewish Christians that believed that Jesus was Christ, believed that Jesus was the son of God, but they, they, they didn't believe that, that Jesus was it. It was the only way to salvation. You still had to follow the Jewish law. You still had to, um, you know, hit, do the dietary laws. You still had to be circumcised you still had to do the festivals. It was so ingrained in their culture, they didn't want to let go of this, this, this mosaic law. And, and, and what makes it even worse is that they began to, to, to persuade the Galatians that they were, they were, they were true. They, used, they, they would, they would kind of um, discredit Paul as an apostle. They would say that Paul, you know, he, he's a people pleaser. Paul, he's, he's given a gospel to everybody just so he can get more followers, he, just so he can get more, uh, uh, just a bigger following. And, and just to say the least, Paul was, for lack of a better term, he was pissed. He was really upset. He was big mad. He was upset because he created this church. He created this church structure that was healthy, that, were, that Christians were growing and, and getting freedom through Jesus Christ. He, he, he created a, a place of solid ground, good soil, solid foundation, and, 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 and people were literally unplanting and creating structures that, 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 that boxed them in, that, that put them in bondage, and t- literally unrooting what, the, the true essence of the gospel. I got uh, my homie, my guy, uh, Ashton, he has this... Uh, this, he's doing great work. He's doing a, a community garden in Brownsville. And he working really hard with a group of, of great individuals. He's, he's cultivating the ground. He's, he's planting seeds in the ground. He's watering the ground, creating plants for the garden to, to beautify the, 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 the neighborhood. Can you imagine if somebody, an outsider, came in and started to pluck those, 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 those plants out? 
Ashton is militant. He, he don't play about his. He, he, might, he might have to lay some like holy hands. I, I know Ashton, you know? But, but if, if Ashton would be upset about that, just imagine how Paul would be. Paul is, is just furious. And that's the context in which he's coming and writing this text. And in, verse, uh, in chapter five, he is, he's just, just baffled, confused. And like, why are you going back to what Jesus has freed you from? So let's, 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 you know, we talked about these three questions. Let's start with the first one. What is Christ setting us free from? Let's look at the first verse. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Serious question, serious question. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. How many of y'all thought that Paul was talking about eggs when he said, yo, come on, keep it real with me. You know, you don't got to be ashamed. There's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. There's no condemnation at all. Like, like if you're like me, if you're like me, you, you probably thought that Paul was talking about some eggs. But when I learned, I studied the, I studied the Bible. I studied for a while. I, it took me a while to learn. I'm not going to lie. Um, I realized that, that, that a yoke is something different. A yoke is, 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 is a cross piece. It's a wooden cross piece that's fastened over the two neck, two, a neck of two animals. And what they do is they use it to plow ground. They use it to plow ground. And, and because it's two animals, it, the, the, the plow is more powerful. And, and it's, it's not really just the yoke. The yoke is, is, is just a, a tool, but the yoke is also a symbol. The yoke is a symbol for enslavement. The yoke is a, is a symbol of confinement. It's, it's, a, it's a symbol of oppression. And, and Paul ties this, this message, this, this do not go back to the yoke of slavery. What he's talking about is the Mosaic law being bondage. Why would you go back to something that we're being free of? Christ has set us free so we can be free. Why would we set this, 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 why would we go back to, to, to these actions that doesn't necessarily get us to Christ? And, and it's crazy. It's crazy. It can get to a point where, where religion becomes empty. You can, you can be circumcised, but not know God. You can follow all the dietary laws, but not know God. You can, you could, you could, follow all the festivals and, and do all the, 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 the sacrifices, but not know God. And, and as an elder, as, as an elder of this church, that's kind of scary for me. It's scary to know that members of the church could be at, at every church service. They could be at every Bible study. They can be and, and attend every small group and, and be in DNA and, and be on ministry, but not really have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. My mother, my mother always used to tell me, she always used to tell me that I can't pray you into heaven. You got to know Jesus for yourself, baby. You have to know Jesus. She said it with a Nigerian accent, but like she, she basically, that's what she said. And, 
And now that Christ has died on our behalf, we, we have this opportunity to build this relationship with him with no limitations. We have this opportunity to, 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 to build this relationship despite we don't, we don't have to wear, carry about our, our heritage. We don't have to carry about our education level, our social status. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you're in. You have access to him. That's it. That's simple. And it's so important that we understand this relationship. It's so important that we understand this, this relationship. Like if I'm on a, a, a basketball team with, with Michael Jordan and he tells me to ISO, ISO is the isolation. He told me, get out the way. I'm going to trust that Michael Jordan got it because I know how great he is. I know that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Same thing with Jesus. When Jesus says that he got it, that, he, that we're set free, that we're no longer in bondage, I believe it. And I'm, I'm praying that we believe it as a body of Christ. Second question, what do we need to be free of? What do we need to be set free of? I'll go to verse two. Um, I'll reread that. That's, look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have been fallen from grace. You have fallen from grace. So, why we, why we need to be set free from the law, why we need to be set free from the law is simple. It's because we, clearly from the text, we cannot receive righteousness on our own. We're not God. We cannot receive righteousness on our own. Christ had to die on the cross. It wasn't, it wasn't like the um, one option out of many. No, that was the only way that we would have access to God. And, and, and we can't just do it. We can't, we can't just like outwardly fulfill every law, but we also have to fulfill it in our heart. And that's impossible. No man, no women can, can, can not only outwardly look righteous, but inwardly look righteous. Pastor B always says this, like if, if, he, if we put up all our thoughts on this live stream and, 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 and all the thoughts that we had over the past week on our live stream, we would be embarrassed. We would be mortified. That is such a fact. That's such a real statement. I know I, there's some people where I'm like, yo, I, I know you have some people in your life like, yo, yo, that person is making it to heaven. Like, I don't, I, I, I can't confirm it. Like, but yo, that person Yo, he's making it to heaven. She's making it to heaven. And I, I, I know that we have those people in our lives. Like, those people in my lives, I know Dave, I'm going to shout out Dave. Dave making it to heaven. Like, I know for sure that bo- the way that he devoted to the Lord, Jess, Jess is making it to heaven. Like, like Nena, Nena, she's making it to heaven. Like, I, I, you see them and you know that their devotion to the Lord is serious. You see them and you know that, that they're, they're, they're real you know, it's a real faith. It's, it's, not a, it's not a fluffy faith. It's a real faith. And their dedication, you see the fruit in, on, on how they love people. 
That's a real faith. But even then, they still need grace. They still fall. Don't look to your left or to your right trying to manage who's righteous and who's not righteous or who's more righteous than me or who does more works. Everybody, 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 100% of people need grace, including you. And it's, 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 it's not a coincidence that the, that the Bible consistently repeats, stand firm. They, they consistently stand firm, stand firm from, from Genesis to, to Revelation, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. It's not a coincidence that in all, mostly all of, of Paul's epistles start with the gospel. And he, he writes out the gospel to, and he, he's writing letters to people that know the gospel. It's, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence because we are prone to fall. We are prone to forget. We are prone to, to get met. To, 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 we have this tendency to mess up and not get it right. And, and most of the times it's unintentional. But, but the reason why we need Jesus is to set us free from this law. Where, 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 where Jesus gives us his authority. He gives us his identity. He gives us his, um, I, 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 we, get, we get this adoption through Jesus Christ. And, 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 and we, we're, we're free to just seek him. We're free to just seek him. That's it. We're free to seek him. Jesus is not just a means to an end. He, he, Jesus is the mean and the end. We, we get relationship with him. When we get relationship with him, we get salvation. He's the mean and the end. And, and that's, that's such great news. I don't know about you, but that makes me excited. Like, I don't have to, to do, I don't have to work, on, I don't have to be my own God. I don't have to work on my own righteousness. I don't have to fall back on my own righteousness, but I know that Jesus got me. I am justified. And, and that makes me love him. That makes me want to get to know more about him. That makes me understand why, like, he came to the cross for me. He came to the cross for you, for your justification, for you to have access to the Father. That's, that's good news. That's the gospel. I don't know. It just gets me excited. It gets me excited. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm going to keep moving on before I start wilding out. And he says, Jesus says, my, 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 my yoke is easy and the burden is light. Like, Allow Jesus to do the heavy lifting. Allow Jesus to do the heavy lifting. Allow him to take it. Give him the ISO. Allow him to do his work. Those, those, those things that you do are great. The devotion to the Lord is great. Your Bible study is great. Your prayer life is great. But in terms of you being justified, give it to the Lord. Now we have no hindrance. We have no distractions. It's just all grace and all love. That's what we have. That's what we have to keep us connected to the Lord. And I'm going to hit you with this last question. How do we use our freedom that Christ has given us? And in verse 5, it says, For through the Spirit, by faith, our we." ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. 
but only faith working through love. <laughs> this, this, this question, this question, how do we use this freedom that Christ has given us is, is a challenge for many Christians. It's, it's, it's really tough to imagine how the Holy Spirit works through us. It's really hard to imagine, but, but I try to consider it. The, the Holy Spirit is consider our helper, the great counsel. I try to think about it like this, like, like just imagine, you know, my, one of my good friends said that you need um, three good counselors in your life, three good people in your life. You need a good pastor, and I, I think we got a pretty decent one, pretty eye one. Um, <laughs> shout out, Pastor B. Um, uh, we, you need a good accountant, and you need a good lawyer. You need a good somebody who, who, who knows law very well and that could support you and be your advocate. And, and when I think about the Holy Spirit, practically, I think about somebody having a lawyer with you at all times, having somebody with you at all times. When, when, you, when you're going through something and, and you're about to do something, the, 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 the lawyer says, hey, 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 you shouldn't do that. That's, a, that's against the law. Oh, oh, you don't know the law. You don't, you, you're not aware of the law by yourself. You're not... You're not participating in, in, in really understanding the law, but that person is telling you, hey, 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 don't break that law. Hey, 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 before you sign that contract, let me see it. Let me read it over. Let me help you make this decision. Hey, 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 oh, 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 oh the, 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 the cop is, is arresting you? Wait, 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 you have to know your right. Hey, you need to know your identity. You know that, that that's not what you're supposed to be. This is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit is our counsel. And, and if the, the Bible tells us if, if we are believers, if we believe in Jesus Christ, we are implanted with the Holy Spirit. If you accept Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. It's whether we want to listen or we want to not listen. It's whether we want to tune the volume of the Holy Spirit up or if we want to push it down, if we want to drown it out. It's easy to drown the Holy Spirit out. It's easy to, to feed your flesh. It's easy not to want to build a relationship with, with the Lord. It's easy not to want to read your Bible. The Bible is literally the Holy Spirit in text. The, the, spirit, the text literally uh, speaks to us as a living word. It's a living word. It's easy not to want to listen to this Holy Spirit, but we can be in tune with the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit that transforms our hearts and our minds and, we, and through this Holy Spirit, we become more and more and more like Jesus. And we naturally start craving things that are righteous. And we start to despise things that are unrighteous, that are fleshly, that are worldly, that are egotistical, that are immoral. This is our great counselor. And our faith lies in the fact that Jesus will do the transformation for us. Bible tells us that he elevates us from one degree to, of, of glory to the next. That's sanctification, looking more and more like Jesus. It's not us. It's the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. It's not something that we can brag about. It's not something that we can say that we did this on our own. It's, it's the Lord, and we give glory to him for our transformation, that our, our, our actions are not the same from when we, when we didn't know Christ. That, that, our, that the way that we love on one another, that we give, is not our own. It's, it's Jesus Christ, and we just say thank you to him. We say thank you to him. And, and many Christians are focused 
on the fear of freedom and accepting this gospel. It's really easy to, to be afraid of, of this freedom in Jesus Christ because <laughs> people usually go into two categories. They usually go into this, this idea of legalism and bondage and being tied into the law, but people can go the other way. They can say like, oh, hey, I don't, uh, I don't, there's no law. I don't have to do anything. I'm free in Jesus Christ. I could do whatever I want. But that's, that's not the case. That's not the case. We are being freed from Mosaic law. We are being freed from bondage of sin, being freed from having to dwell in the flesh. We have an outlet, the Holy Spirit, and we, we now get to access to him. We have access to the Father. We have devotion to the Lord. We have the ability to really get to the Lord. And I feel like this is, this is something huge because if we knew what we, they had to do in the Old Testament to get to the Lord, if we knew how, it, if you sinned, you had to cut a calf, you had to go to the holiest of holies, you had to give it to the high priest, it was, it was, a, it was a process. But all we have to do is say, Abba, Father, that's it. That's it. That's it. And I'm, again, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited about this. I know I'm beating the nail over the head, but like, it's easy to go back to bondage. It's, it's really easy to go back to bondage. Bondage of the law or bondage to your flesh is really easy. But really, trust God with your salvation. Trust God with your, self, your, your, your justification. Trust God with your sanctification. And if you guys want to talk a little bit more about that, you guys can hit me up on the side. But trust God. Trust God that he's going to do it. Have faith. That's what he talks about. That's what it talks about in the word. That's what it talks about. That, 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 we, that we eagerly hope. We eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Knowing. Wait, we're waiting for, uh, for God to do a transformation for, in you. If you are a Christian, you, you don't get accepted by the Lord and you don't, you think that you're going to stay the same. The Lord is going to do something in you. You should be eagerly hoping for this, this, this moment of righteousness that, that you get to grow in Jesus Christ. And, and, and the Mosaic law doesn't count. Circumcision doesn't count. Uncircumcision doesn't count. But the only thing that counts is faith, working in love, and love. And I'm going to end with this with this, um, I, I, after I graduated and a little bit before I, I really knew the Lord, uh, I used to be this big like club hopper. I used to be out here. Like I used to go out to New York and I used to go to his club, not, not like club like once in a while. I was at the clubs every weekend spending half my entry level paycheck on <laughs> literally blowing money. I'm, I wish I, I would have put my money into Amazon stock at the time. I would have been a, a rich man. I would have been, we, we would have had a new building by now. But um, you think about, I, I used to think about these, these moments where I, I was in these parties that I didn't, I, I know I didn't belong. I, I, these scoops of a party, I, I was at parties with, with Jay-Z and, and Beyonce and Diddy. And, and I'm like, you, you, with, with, these, with these parties, I, the, 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 the line would be around the block. And no, it would be packed. Nobody really could get in. But, but me, I knew, I knew a big promoter. And I, all I would do is I would say his name and I, I would get right in. They would say, 
there you go. At this age of my life, I'm, I'm at this point where I don't want to go to any club. The only place I really want to go into, where I, the, the place that I really want to go into, that I'm fighting to get into, is the kingdom of heaven. And, and the only thing that we have to, to, to do to get in is say Jesus. The only, the only way that we get access is, is knowing Jesus. The only way that we, that we obtain the gates of heaven is, is having a relationship with Jesus. And, and, and the best part, and the best part of that access is that it, the entrance fee is, is totally covered because of a blood-bought sacrifice through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father God, uh, I just thank you, O oh Lord. I thank you for, for your word. Your word is freeing, O oh Lord. Uh, your word that, that shows us that you love us, that you care about us. Your word that, that shows us um, that you are good. Lord, you, you never fail, O oh Lord. Um, you, you adopted us and you've you given us a new identity and, and we feel it. I feel it, Lord. Your believers feel it, Lord. We thank you, God. There's no other feeling like that, knowing that you are blood-bought, that you've been adopted. There's no other feeling like that. We thank you for that, that new identity. Lord, we pray for anybody out there that does not have this identity, Lord. We pray for anybody that, that is struggling with, with their, their righteousness, struggling, trying to be a good person, but not getting to you. And we also pray for those that, that, that just don't want to know you or, or just not making an effort to get to know you, oh Lord, that, that don't have a desire to get to know you, Lord. We pray for these people, oh Lord. We, we pray that they, they see the goodness, the edification. We, 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 we pray that, they, that we, they see that, that through you we get the fullness of life on heaven, on earth, and heaven. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And I'm going to close off with this benediction in Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed week.